Hey guys, welcome back to the Consistently Committed Podcast. I am your host, Claire Kunovich, and I'm so happy you tuned in this week. How are we doing? I hope you're having a great Wednesday so far. If not, you know, I mean, it's a Wednesday. It's not supposed to be great, so don't even worry about it. But, I don't know. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling alright. I hope you've had your water today. If not, this is your sign to stop what you're doing and get a glass of water and just chug it. You know, sometimes a good chug is all we need. So I highly encourage you to do that. Can you guys believe it's already May? Like, where did time go? How is it already the fifth of the year? I feel like the beginning of the year really flew by so fast and now it's almost summertime. I mean, I'm so excited and I love May. I think May is one of the best months of the year because A, a lot of really cool people I have in my life were born in May. So there's a lot of birthdays, you know, just tons of reasons to celebrate. And second, I think May is just... I don't know, this is where, you know, spring is in full bloom and it's actually getting warmer and you can spend more time outside and then it's almost June and June is when I was born. So, I mean, May is just 10 out of 10 months. I mean, one of my faves, absolutely. Now, it's a new month, so obviously uh, there is a lot of catching up to do. What I'm working on this week or maybe let's say this month overall is setting my priorities right because lately i have been live laugh loving too much i have been live laugh loving too hard because i don't know why but i haven't gotten any work done for university at all this semester i have just been i don't want to say relaxing but i i've just been like yay you know mental health i'm relaxing i'm at the gym i'm i've been doing everything but doing stuff for university and I have plenty of time you know I just have to get better at time management so what I'm really working on this week is just catching up on all the things I procrastinated doing the past four weeks so that I'm finally on top of things because it sucks and the 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 longer I wait the harder it is to start because the bigger the pile of work is I have to do so This week is dedicated to just, you know, catching up on things I should have done weeks ago. And it's never too late, you know? I mean, the semester's still only just now started, so no need to worry. It's just about time I get that done and get those annoying things out of my way so that I can... I I don't know, I wanted to say enjoy the semester, but is it really enjoyable? Hmm, Somewhat. I mean, yeah, it is. But still, there's just gonna be more work coming, so I really need to be focused. So, what I'm having this week, or should I say what I am writing this week, is to-do lists. Because I have this huge pile of work in front of me, it feels overwhelming and it looks overwhelming because I know I have to I don't know 
um, summarize about four lectures in five different classes. So what's that, like 20? Wait, yeah, like 20 different lectures that I have to summarize. Like that sounds like so much work to do. And what I do is I write daily to-do lists so I know which, you know, what's my goal for the day? What do I want to get accomplished? And normally I just write them in chronological order. So what I want to do first, what I want to do second, and after that, and then last. And then I can just, you know, um, cross off the things I've done. And I, I don't know, but the feeling of crossing off an accomplished task of a to-do list, I don't know, it's like, it's my cocaine. You, you don't get it. It's amazing. Chef's kiss, like one of the best feelings in the world. And I know that sounds probably really over the top and really I guess stupid but I just love crossing things off that's when even if I have a day where I don't even have to do real things I still like to write to-do lists because I just like crossing off my tasks like th th there were days in my life where my to-do list was like um take a shower get nails done um go to the gym and then, I don't know, relax or something, you know, like stupid things. It's just fun writing things down and crossing them off. And I think writing to-do lists kind of makes your tasks feel like a game. You know, it's like when you reach a certain level, you know, you cross it off. So what I'm doing this week is writing lots of to-do lists because I definitely need to be doing that. All right, I think it's now time we get back into our hot girl summer prep. I mean, this is hot girl summer 101, so we better start acting like it. Last episode, if you've listened, you already know you have your bikini body. Um, I mean, you have to have it ready by now. It's been a week. If not, what are you waiting for? Go back to this episode and just re-listen to it because apparently you need to be hearing that if you don't think you have a bikini body already so you may wonder what is next in the land of hot girl summer 101 well if you've already read the title of this episode it is building and keeping up with healthy relationships in your life because for me at least summer is a time where i get to be outside you know i get to hang with my friends more than usual i get to travel with friends or family and just spending a lot of time with other people and before you do that it's important to think about who do you want to spend your summer with and why and are they even good for you are you going to enjoy your summer if you spend the whole let's say three months with them i mean obviously you don't have to spend the entire summer with those people but the point is healthy relationships make your summer so much better and just so much more happy and that's the point we all want a happy hot girl summer you don't want a sad girl summer you don't want a crying girl summer like absolutely not this is happy hot girl summer and if you want to feel your best self if you want to feel hot then you need people that uplift you and people that empower you in your life so this is sort of a step-to-step -step guide on how to surround yourself with empowering people this summer. And because why would you not want to do that? We all need people that we can rely on, people that uplift us. And 
Especially in summertime, you know, you're gonna be spending a lot of time around other people, so might as well make the most of it and get yourself some supporting ass, empowering ass people around you. So, first of all, I think it's important to define what empowering relationships mean to you. What is a empowering relationship to you? Is it someone who constantly tells you to go after your dreams? Or maybe even someone who is a bit more realistic, who tells you, hey, if you want to pursue this, you can absolutely do this, but keep in mind that X, Y, and Z might happen, and that those could be the consequences. So, who is really empowering to you? Is it the one friend you see every single day that, you know, you don't really ever talk about the future with them, you just live in the moment? Is that empowering to you? Or is it someone who... I guess encourages you to think big and to think about the future like not constantly not in a oh my gosh I'm so scared of tomorrow way more in a oh my gosh I'm so excited for what life will bring you away and first of all it's just really important to define that because if you don't know who actually is empowering you or you just don't don't even know what you're looking for in a supportive empowering person in your life then you're gonna be looking for a long time because then you don't even know what are your boundaries what do you accept and what do you not accept from these people and what do you want them to do how do you want them to act what do you want them to be like and once you have down what an empowering person means to you or what what the definition of that is you because it can be different for everyone i mean i don't know someone who I might not find very supportive, might be very supportive towards you. You know, it's really person-based, so it's individual. So I'm not going to tell you, you know, what is my idea of an empowering relationship because I know that for myself and that's perfect. So once you define what your perfect empowering person does, what they don't do, then you can move on to step number two. So now you should know what qualities you value in those people around you and what qualities you don't value. Now it's time to look around. I know this can be hard, but look at the people you spent most time with. I mean, not your boss or your teacher or some... I mean, I'm really talking about those people you choose to spend time with. You know, could be your family members, could be your relationships could be your, you know, your romantic partner, your friends, your neighbors, whoever it is. Just take a moment and look around. Now, how do you feel when you are with them? And this is probably always going to be, oh, really good, you know, it's nice talking to them, it's fun. Because obviously that's why you hang out. Why would you not hang out with someone if they're fun to be around, if you laugh, you know, I, I get it. I mean, that's just a concept of human interaction. But now take a moment and reflect on how you feel after you've seen them. Let's say you met up with a friend for coffee, you had your coffee and you went home. Now you're home alone. How do you feel? Do you feel great because you had such a c positive conversation and, you know, it was just fun hanging out, but now you're good by yourself. You feel just happy to be alive and, you know, life feels easy. 
or do you maybe feel worse than before like let's say you woke up you had a okay day so a neutral state of mind i I don't think that exists but let's just let's just say it does um and then you hang out with a certain person and you're like okay fun you know whatever and then you get home now do you feel worse than neutral Because if so, that might be a sign that this certain person is probably not very much a healthy relationship in your life. Now, I'm not saying that has to be true for everything or for any situation. But what I kind of discovered is when, I guess, yeah, whenever I hang out with someone and I go home and I don't feel, like, happy or better than before it's most likely a sign that this person does not have your best interests in mind or that just sometimes it doesn't even have to be about the person. Sometimes relationships just get toxic because of things you do, because of things they do, you know? Like, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or you're a bad person. It just means that maybe this is not the right match for this time and place. And that also means that it does not have to stay that way forever. Like, let's say, you know... If I was a toxic friend to one of my friends, let's say, five years ago, that doesn't mean that I could be a good friend to them now because, you know, nothing is constant. We are just constantly changing and evolving as people. <clears throat> and let's say I was going through sh- some shit five years ago, but now I'm better. So if I was not a good friend five years ago, I might be able to be one now because I have grown as a person I now know how to value relationships and friendships in my life. And this is something I, Claire, five years ago probably didn't know. So what I'm saying is, even if you think you have a toxic relationship or a just, I don't want to say toxic person, let's stick with a toxic relationship in your life. But you don't want to cut loose because you like them, you know, and you've been friends forever. And I get it, okay? I really do. But trust me, in order to grow and harvest new healthy relationships and, you know, just bringing new people to your life, you need to cut toxic relationships. You know, I'm not saying you need to tell them, okay, it's over. I'm never going to be your friend again. I hate you. You fucking suck. Like, no, don't do that. But just tell them, hey, I don't think, I don't think we're having a great friendship right now. Let's put this on pause, you know like no bad blood whatsoever let's just see what life brings you can just i think it's okay to do that you know you always have to put yourself first and now are you gonna hurt this other person's feelings Uh, perhaps but what's more important here is it their feelings or is it how you constantly feel after hanging out with them or after talking to them you know you really have to put yourself first here and trust me it's gonna be hard I I think cutting toxic friendships relationships is never easy I mean that's why they're toxic but keep in mind it's not necessarily the person and a toxic relationship with someone does not mean they're a bad person or you're a bad person sometimes it's just not a match you know sometimes you might be at very different stages in your life whatever the reason is just don't feel bad about it it's okay and it doesn't mean you have to cut them loose forever okay so yeah that's it with point two cut away the toxic just like you'd 
you know, you go to the hairdresser to get your split ends cut. I mean, it's normal. You do it every couple months or so, and it's important for new hair to grow. At least so I have been told. I don't know if that's true, but you get the point. Cut them off and wait for new ones. <laughs> now, number three... Now that you have your empowering people in your life that you're gonna want to be spending time with, it is important to be intentional. Now, what do I mean by saying be intentional? Now, what you're not gonna do is you're just gonna wait until you see them and then you see them by accident and then maybe you hang out and... No, we're not just gonna be chill like that. We are gonna be intentional and make time. So, what you're gonna do is you wanna, you know, whenever you're free... You just pick your time and then you might text that person like, hey, I would love to hang. When do you have time? You know, when can we hang out? I mean, you don't have you don't have to text them. But what I'm saying is you have to make time. You know, don't just tell them, oh, yeah, a couple of weeks from now, I'll be free. The I guess the 12th of July, if, if you're free by that, like, no, you really have to make time. And that's part of friendships. You know, they don't just come. I mean, they come easy, but I want to say keeping friendships really requires work and time and you want those positive people around and hanging out with them is fun and you feel better afterwards if you have the right people. So really make time. Go out of your way to hang out with your friend or to make them feel special too, you know, because you want to be an empowering good person too. So there's that. <laughs> and I am aware that it is just hard sometimes when you work, when you go to college, you know, you don't have the time, really. Like, I am probably even the worst person to say this because I am just busy all the time. I mean, I know everybody's busy, but I suck at making time because I feel like I'm someone who actually needs a lot of, I want to say, me time. You know, sometimes I just really want to be by myself and go for a walk or just hang out with myself. It sounds really cheesy, but... This is what keeps me sane. I need some me time, you know, it's really important for me. And so sometimes when, let's say, I get asked to hang out and, you know, I had plans to just hang out by myself, sometimes I am really hesitant to say yes because I'm like, mm, I, I don't know. Um, and then people ask, well, are you busy? And I'm like, no, not really. But really important side note, keep your boundaries. If you know you need your me time then get your fucking me time, okay? You can always hang out later with your friends, but putting yourself first sometimes is really important. I mean, not if, like, a friend has an emergency and they really need to be talking to you, then you shouldn't hit them with the, oh, I need me time. And even if, you know, if you do need me time and you have the right friends, they are going to be okay with that. Nobody's going to be like, oh my god, so you'd rather hang out with yourself than me? Mm. Like, no, if you have the right people in your life, they're going to understand. They're going to accept that. So don't even worry about telling your friends that, you know, you just want to be by yourself today. And still, making time is really hard, but... Sometimes you don't even need to be spending that much time, you know, sometimes just reaching out to your friend, texting them, asking them how they feel, how they are, you know, sometimes that's enough because we all have weeks where there's just no time really. So yeah, don't, don't beat yourself up if you can't find the time for your friends every now and then, it's fine. And we all understand, we're all human, right? Now, number four, 
my last step to having more empowering, uplifting people in your life is being one. Now, you cannot expect your friends to be empowering and uplifting you 24-7, to be your hype crew, if you are not hyping them up, okay? This is a two-way street. So if you think you can just, you know, I guess... Mm, have define your empowering relationships and then you know make time for your friends they're gonna uplift you like no you need to be uplifting them too and that is so important and that's honestly probably my favorite part about relationships it's just uplifting other people you know giving people a pep talk like if your friend is feeling shitty because of some dude absolutely not you know give her a pep talk bring her back to reality show her that there is no reason to be sad or upset because she is the moment okay and he is just a piece of shit so point is just empower your friends okay i mean you don't have to empower them in everything if they make bad life decisions I think it's more than okay to call your friends out on their shit. Because I expect my friends to be honest with me. So, obviously, I'm going to be honest towards my friends. So, if they ask me, hey, I did this and that, what do you think about that? I'm going to tell them, hey, man, that was not very cool of you. Should not have done that. But it, the other way, if my people tell me, oh my gosh, I really want to do this. Or I really hope this is going to work. Or I empower them. Okay, you want me to manifest for you? I'm going to manifest. You you know, whatever it is, I love just being a supportive friend. And I know my friends do that too. Because that's just the essence of friendship. You know, that's why friendships are so beautiful. So, empower your friends. I have nothing to add to this. Just empower them. Okay, uplift your friends. And... You know, even if sometimes they can't empower you, but then you empower them. And then other times you might not be able to empower them because you're just going through shit. But then they might be there to empower you. And that's just how it goes. You know, you give and you take. And with empowerment, it's just, it's beautiful. Even empowering your friends is so much fun. I love being a supportive friend. It's, I don't know, just love it. And I think... That was about it with today's episode. Now, what we're not going to forget is to support our friends if we have the right healthy friend groups. Or, wait, not healthy. The f healthy relationships. And, you know, you've defined what your empowering relationship means to you. And we want to be intentional. You know, don't let just let the time go by. Make time and spend them intentionally with your friends. And with that being said... I hope that you have your empowering relationships and I really hope you empower your friends today because hot girl summer is around the corner. We need each other. I mean, this is important. This is peak season for friendships. So you better start doing that. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for hanging out with me today. I hope you have a great rest of the week and until next Wednesday, bye-bye. <laughs>